Is Blue Beetle hiding a time-traveling secret? Welcome back to Nerdist News, my arthropod allies. I'm Kyle Anderson, and today we're going to break down the mid-credits scene from DC's Blue Beetle and put on our theory helmets to try to determine what it might mean for future installments, and whether or not it points to other DC heroes poised to join the live-action world. To do this, of course, we'll need to spoil Blue Beetle, so if you haven't seen the movie yet, go. Go do so. Fly like a scarab through the night sky. <laughs> okay, it's gonna be okay! Once you do that, go to Nerdist.com to check out Javier Reyes' review of the movie and Eric Diaz's full written version of this theory. Everybody ready? Well, let's dig in. Though the movie's main character is Jaime Reyes, the movie establishes that, just like the DC Comics lore, he's the third hero to take on the name the Blue Beetle. The alien scarab that attaches itself to Jaime originally belonged to Dan Garrett, the first Blue Beetle. Dan's protege was none other than industrialist and CEO of Cord Industries, Ted Cord. While the scarab never chose Ted, he used his technical know-how and wealth to become the second Blue Beetle. This movie sets him up as kind of a less polished Batman, but for the Florida-ass metropolis of Palmyra City. If you want to know more about these big bad Beetleborgs, go check out our earlier breakdown of the many Blue Beetles. While Ted himself disappeared before the movie begins, the Cord name is all over this movie. His sister Victoria Cord has taken over the company and plans to use the Scarab Tech to create OMACs, or One Man Army Corps Soldiers. OMAC was originally a weird 1974 Jack Kirby creation, the alter ego of a guy named Buddy Blank. In the modern era, Greg Rucka reimagined them as cyborg super soldiers that infected human hosts via a virus derived from Brainiac's nanotech. But the movie raises a more important question. Why would you need a whole army of one-man army corps? Well, nobody ever said Victoria Cord was good at naming things. Ted's daughter Jenny, who tries to keep the scarab away from Victoria, takes the Reyes family to her father's long-abandoned beetle cave. Jenny believes her father abandoned her when she was eight and is likely dead. But the mid-credits scene tells us that's not true. In the mid-credits scene of Blue Beetle, we learn that Ted Cord is not dead. We witness a heavily fragmented video message from him come through on his computer. We don't see his face clearly, and his voice sounds muffled. Also, conveniently, there are no photographs of the family in the abandoned mansion, just impressionistic portraits Jenny says her mom painted. The painting of Ted Cord kind of looks like Jason Sudeikis with a beard, but that's just me. Hey, 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 hey! You shut your mouth! At any rate, Ted's message tells his daughter Jennifer that he's still alive out there and needs to be found. But where is he? Well, maybe the question isn't where is he, but when? Ted Cord would have probably been in his 30s when he vanished, maybe 40s at most, especially if he had a young daughter. And although altered by static, you can tell in the film it's not an old man voice we hear. Whoever sent this message isn't the age Ted Cord should be now. This makes us think that maybe Ted Cord did not just find himself lost somewhere in the world. Maybe he is lost in time. But Kyle, I hear you saying to me as though I'm in the room with you and not a YouTube video recorded way before you watched it. How can Ted Cord travel through time? He can't. By himself. In DC Comics, Ted Cord's best friend in the world is Booster Gold. A hero from the 25th century, Booster famously time travels. Booster was a nobody in his time, but with common technology from his era, he figured he could become a wealthy celebrity and superhero in the past. Tracy, I'm a fraud. Do you know why I came back to the past? It wasn't a fight for justice. It was to get rich, be famous. I was a failure in the future, just like I am here. He eventually joined the Justice League International, where he and Blue Beetle Ted Cord became best friends. Neither hero was very popular on his own, but together they became one of comics' greatest one-two punches. They definitely got along way better than Hal Jordan and Oliver Queen, and never once had to deal with a drug PSA issue. These guys loved heroin. Ted and Booster got into many wacky adventures together and became known as Blue and Gold. 
Or if your perception is different, black and white. Re remember the dress from, from many years ago? Anyway, in the lead up to the event series Identity Crisis, Ted Kord uncovered the plans of the villainous Maxwell Lord. And now we are legally obligated to show you this Pedro Pascal clip. Life is good, but it can be better. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you. Max later murdered Ted in cold blood. Booster used his time traveling abilities to try to save his best friend, which led to a lot of wild time travel paradoxes and scenarios. Ultimately, Ted Kord realized he must fulfill his fate and die when he was meant to, allowing time to flow properly. Lucky for him, they rebooted the DC universe a million times. And Ted Kord is now alive and well and a mentor to Jaime Reyes. So there is a precedent for Ted Kord and time travel adventures in the comics. This isn't just us grabbing stuff out of thin air either. In fact, we already know it's likely true. In an interview with EW, Blue Beetle director Angel Manuel Soto explained, quote, We all love Ted Kord and Booster Gold, and knowing that James Gunn also has plans for Booster Gold, it felt like the right thing for us to continue with. Ted Kord is still alive, he's somewhere out there in the universe, and whatever the future holds for our hero is open to interpretation. So whether that is Booster Gold or Ted Kord, or if it's both of them together, the possibility exists and it is something we want to entertain. End quote. Soto is of course referring to the James Gunn announcement of a Booster Gold live-action TV series included in the first chapter of the new DCU Gods and Monsters. Thank you so much. Any Booster Gold series without Ted Kord would be incomplete. So while it's absolutely not clear where or when the Ted Kord message at the end of the Blue Beetle movie is coming from, we have plenty of evidence both in the comics and without that Booster could be involved. And now there are many avenues to go with. What if Ted Kord was sucked into another timeline thanks to Booster, perhaps the new one that will be established in Superman Legacy? This would allow the Blue Beetle characters to make the transition into the new DCU without negating anything that happened in the film. Furthermore, the Blue Beetle Booster Gold connection already would make for a perfect setup for an eventual Justice League International project. Because with Ted Kord confirmed alive and Booster Gold and Green Lantern Guy Gardner confirmed, not to mention a new Batman, we have half the JLI core membership right there. But wait, there's more! But wait, there's more! We really got our tinfoil hats out for this next part. In the movie, Jenny states that her mother, who died sometime in the past, was from Brazil. This might have just been a quick explainer for the casting of Brazilian actress Bruna Marquezine as Jennifer Cord. But what if there's something more to it? What if she didn't die, but also became lost in time, and Ted went looking for her? And what if she's core JLI member Fire, a Brazilian heroine who controls powerful green flame? Green flame. Pre-crisis, Beatriz da Costa got her powers through mysticism and had the alias Green Fury and was a member of the Global Guardians. Post-crisis, they changed her name to Beatriz Bonilla da Costa, a model-turned-secret agent who got green firepower from a chemical explosion. Her name changed to Green Flame. Green Flame. And then finally the much more direct Fire. The name Fire mostly came from her partnership with Ice Maiden, aka Ice, when both joined the Justice League International following the resignation of Black Canary. Fire and Ice, Hawk and Dove, Blue and Gold, DC loves conveniently named partnerships. And while in the comics Fire and Blue Beetle never had a romantic relationship, Ice did used to date Guy Gardner. So that's, she loves bowl cuts I guess. All three of them, alongside Booster Gold, investigated Ted Kord's death in Infinite Crisis. So what we're saying is, Justice League International, please and thank you. But tell us, what do you think? Did you immediately think Booster Gold when you saw the Blue Beetle mid-credits? Gotta text my publicist. Skeets, how many P's in impending? One, sir. Have you ever had such a great idea as we always have? Thank you so much. Let us know in the comments below, and for the latest and greatest in the world of pop culture, stay tuned to Nerdist.com.